Hey everybody, we're back. It's actually been a really long time since we had a movie bonfire, and I'm really happy that we're back in business. And I'm most happy to introduce my new co-host, which is, uh, tell us who you are, Terry. <laughs> oh, I'm a teacher at University of Illinois Chicago, and I'm a fellow movie fan, especially a fan of zombie movies, horror movies, sci-fi. Okay. I'm okay. Yeah, we're good. We're actually recording in Monk's Pub down in the loop, so you might hear some. You might. Yeah, it's a beer it's cast. It's a beer cast, and you might hear some uh, clinking glasses, but all the better. Um, and the best thing about it is because we're resurrecting Movie Bonfire, we did, we're going to do a movie this week that ties into that in a way. It's a zombie movie that's recently not really a zombie movie actually, but it has ties to zombie movies. It's called The Crazies, and it, it came out on video, I think, fairly recently, like within the month, right? Right, and I think it was released, was it June of this year, June of 2010? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. And it's a good question whether or not it's a zombie movie, but we'll get to that. I don't think it's a zombie movie. Okay, we'll get to that but, later. Okay. Yeah. All right, so let's, we got to do a little, let's do a little plot, plot summary. Since it's not technically a zombie movie, it's called The Crazies. And the crazies in the movie are the undead. They're right? infected. So what are they? They're infected. Now, this is a remake <laughs> of a 1973 George Romero movie, right? It is. Well, George yeah. Romero, Mr. Zombie, right? Uh, well, see, George Romero would say, I've heard, that it's not zombies either. Because he calls them the living dead. Zombies being something else. But anyway, so in this Oh, story, you're right. He doesn't use the term zombie. No, he doesn't. He's living dead. Right. But these guys are not dead. They are just sick. They are sick and they have been infected. They're crazy. So it takes place in Iowa, a small town yeah. in Iowa, and Timmy, Timothy Oliphant plays the sheriff, and he, it opens, uh, this is a scene that everyone I think saw in previews, but basically there's a baseball game, and this is, um, everyone's there. It's like the opening day baseball game right, in, the, right. in the town. And then the sheriff notices some guy who apparently, it turns out later, used to be drunk. He used to be an alcoholic. Yeah, he was the town drunk. He used to be that. So it's kind of explainable why this idiot would show up on the field with, does this guy have a pitchfork? I can't remember. No, he has a shotgun. Okay. So he shows up basically, interrupts the game with his shotgun, and this poor young sheriff doesn't know what to do. Ah, but he actually does. All right. He makes some quick decisions. He sends people off the baseball field, walks right up to the guys, tries to talk him down, and just as he's about to lift the shotgun, Oliphant, the sheriff, pulls out his handgun, his revolver, right. boom, right in the middle of the forehead. So so it's a little bit questionable well, whether or not the sheriff should have done that, because he basically murders a guy, or shoots a guy, in front of the whole town, mm-hmm. and the, everyone knows this guy, the town drunk guy. So he's like sort of questioned, like, did he do the right thing, blah, blah, blah. Right, and he sends him to um, to the morgue to have his blood tested for alcohol content. Now, there's another oh, right. interesting scene in the morgue that takes place because the basic premise is this is a guy who he's, in, he's infected. Exactly what we don't know. Um, it comes out later that there is some test chemical or drug or virus that the military, right. always the military, right. right, has developed. And it, uh, the sheriff finds, well, basically he starts investigating. And 
events start to happen. Yeah, it's so. basically bioweapon on the loose in this small town mm-hmm. by accident. So there's like a plane, a military plane crashes into a nearby water supply, basically infecting the town through its water supply. And this is the first, the guy who shows, the trunk who shows up is the first infected. And they don't really look different. They're just kind of quiet, and they don't really answer you. That's the symptom of it. Later we see more. But but then the second infected is, so that, that night... Uh, it's, it's actually the guy who's in the farmhouse the next down from that uh, water supply. So that makes perfect sense. Because, right. yeah, they figure it out. Like, the smart cop figures it out eventually. Like, it's in our water supply. Who, who would be the first one to drink the water? Oh. Well, it was the town drunk. <laughs> and now it's this guy. So the, the guy who um, lost his, basically his terrorized his wife and child, and they locked themselves in the oh, closet yeah, upstairs. Oh, yeah, that was an excellent scene. That was an excellent, excellent scene. That's fired and burns them alive. Well, see, that leads to, everything leads to something else, because then the sheriff and the deputy arrest this guy, put him in the jail, right. and that's where you see the next commercial scene, right. which is the guy being unresponsive in the jail, and the sheriff and the deputy trying to interact with him, and the guy lunging at the jail. Inside of the jail. Right. Yeah, he's locked in the jail. Right, right. Yeah, very creepy. Yeah. Is that after he burns his house down? After he burns his house okay, down. Yeah. He burns his house down with his wife and child upstairs. Yeah. Basically a terrible... They arrest him and he's just catatonic. They throw him in the jail cell. Jail cell. Jail cell. And he is... Uh, this is danger of a beer cast, right? Yeah, exactly. Right, right. And they, so... All right. And, so and this is this is the point where the sheriff starts to figure out. Not long after this, he hears uh, gets a call from um, the the coroner, or is it the mortician, the local mortician, that hey, this guy's blood, the first guy that he shot, had, was no alcohol in it. So basically, he's got this guilt trip on himself that he thinks he killed somebody who didn't show up drunk, but. On the other hand, he's very suspicious about what's going on. Right. And I don't know how he actually figures it out. Well, no, then then all hell breaks loose, basically. The town gets taken over, doesn't Yeah, yeah, you're skipping a cool part, though. <laughs> because then he's trying to figure everything out, so he goes to the the mortician slash coroner. You know, it's a small town, so right, it's not right. uh, the morgue, the morgue. And that's where he goes in. He can't seem to find the, the coroner. And there's a body <laughs> under the right. sheet, and it starts to move. And you know, you have all these things going through your head. Oh my God, it's, it's living dead. And, and yeah. when he pulls the sheet back, it's the coroner's assistant with his mouth sewn shut and his eyes sewn open. Yeah, I remember that now, but why would that? Why was that like that? That was because his boss, the mortician, the coroner, was infected from having examined the body. Right. And he went crazy. And this is what he did. I'm, this is my assumption. Yeah, why? Because he didn't want that. Was it just a? I think it was just crazy. A creepy psychotic thing to do to sew your assistant's mouth shut. I think every crazy person had a different psychotic thing they did. That was a creepy scene. I'll oh, and, and and then the sheriff. Does he cut try to cut his mouth open? The sheriff does. <laughs> Remember the sheriff cuts the sutures open. What's the first thing the man says? Behind oh, you. Right. And then there's. So you don't think that assistant was zombified at that point? Well, probably soon after, but no, no, I, I think he 
Yeah, and there's a question about the infection rate and how long it takes people to... Yeah, I had a question about that. Yeah. Well, basically, at this point, the sheriff knows. I think not long after this, he runs home, tells his wife, pack your bags, we're yeah, going. Yeah. And then that's when the Army starts to round everybody up. Right. And then test everybody's temperature. If you have a fever, you're infected. <laughs> if you don't, you're... Basically, you get... Ch channeled into a concentration camp, right. straight out of Auschwitz, and the the, the wife, who's a doc, the doc, town doctor of the sheriff, gets segregated into the infected crowd, and our poor sheriff gets segregated into the uninfected crowd, and so it's a little push comes to shove. There's a break in the there's a breakdown in the concentration camp. The crazies kind of a, the infected ones kind of get out. And uh, oh, wait, no. the, the, the cop uses the opportunity then to go and find his wife, right? right? Now, the, one, the, the thing about how the crazies get out, I think that's a weak point in the story. Because really? uh, if you can remember, there was the camera is like from, it looks like it's from a second story window looking down and to this fenced-in area, sort of the outdoor pens where the healthy people are. Exactly. And someone, you don't know if they're healthy or not, crashes into that fence with their pickup truck. The What's wrong with that? That seems fine to me. So far, so good, right? Then they jump out. And this, this is a fellow friend of one of the infected going, I'm going to save you. Yeah. And I'm going to crash into the infected pen right. and save you. That's fine. Okay. And, of course, they, they're, you know, these are, it's out in the middle of Iowa, right. farm country. Everyone right. has a shotgun. Right. So these guys... I couldn't tell who was shooting whom, but there were dead people from the truck and dead soldiers suddenly. And then everybody who was in the pen rushed out. Now... What's your breakdown on that? It seems perfectly fine to me. It was... Why? How easy... I, well, here's what I don't get. This is too damn easy. For some, in the fence actually looked like one of those little wooden snow fences. Well, they that just corrected it, like, overnight. Oh, and, Plus, and, they didn't expect people to run over it with a big old semi-truck. Now... Other movies? And now we're not talking reality, right? Who I'm knows really what? surprised that you're picking on this one little point. Because of all the breakdowns in this movie, you're going <laughs> to pick on this one little thing? Because it seemed to be a plot device. And it was, we got to find a way. If every, the military has everything all sewn up tight. We have to find a way. We have to find a way for our hero to get hooked up with his wife. That's, and we need a breakdown in the system. Oh, no, even better. That's not what they needed. They needed to find a way to get the doctors to run out of the um, that hospital room where the infected were strapped into gurneys. Right. So then you could have that next scene where the infected crazy guy with the pitchfork can go from gurney to gurney <laughs> to gurney. I think that was the only reason they said we've got to have some way to make these really um, wimpy doctors go, oh my God, we have to run. And yeah. Abandon everybody strapped into the I gurney. guess I can kind of see your point, but it didn't really... It didn't bother I can you. find more weaknesses, which I will bring up later. Okay, okay. Uh, any, so then we, we move on from that point, then the sheriff and his deputy come in and rescue his wife, the sheriff's wife, and the girl, the young girl. Right. And from there, they start doing their journey. They then actually they're just trying to get out of town at right. that point. Yeah. They're trying to find a car that doesn't have a because the military has put boots on all the cars. What a cool now that I like. Exactly a great device. Like totally. There's that was cars smart. everywhere, but the military has booted them all, so they got no escape. And but, I mean, I mean, that really when I saw that, I, that was like a flash of reality. 
Okay, but the military that would think to put the boots on the cars wouldn't think to, I don't know, have someone stationed at the fences to shoot down oncoming pickup trucks. But, okay, we'll move on from that point. <laughs> okay, we'll move on, we'll move on. So then they're I'm not going, with you on that point, but go ahead. Okay, so then um, they... Right. So they're basically on, on the way out of town. They meet up. Then we get into a couple of set pieces of zombie zombie interactions. There's one in a car wash. There's one in a... We can gloss over this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so we're kind of like channeling to the end. They're basically trying to run out of town. They're trying to make the Cedar Rapids. And, and then you know, there's the, the ending. Then there's the ending, which okay. I don't know if we should say. We, we will say, but... but, but so let's just... Okay, okay, here's what I want to say. Okay. Um... Here's my worst complaint about the whole... Actually, I kind of... I really like the movie. I mean, as zombie flicks go, I think it was inventive. I think it was good acted. I really liked the storyline because it was plausible. But the one thing that I had a problem with, and this might be as nitpicky as your point earlier, it seems like every time they would get into a crux, the deputy sheriff would come in and shoot the zombie who was causing the problem. So oh, they would get right to the point where... The zombie's about to kill him, and then all of a sudden they would shoot him. And, and, that, and that happened like about ten times. I mean, it's the, best, like. the best aim, both the, the sheriff and the deputy. And now remember, the deputy had a fever and is slowly getting sick, and still is the best yeah. shot of all. The best one is when he shoots from outside the window. Oh, my god! Like gosh. a second-floor window. He, he shoots through the... Don't ask me how he saw up into a second-floor window inside and saw what was happening, but... Apparently yeah. he has curving bullets too because he shot into a window and killed one. So they use you can use that once, you know, save the day with a shot. Don't use it five times. Well, and I would say that very first shot that Timothy Oliphant took the sheriff was that first save the day shot that seemed like you know instant reflexes, and and nobody acted like oh my god it's amazing that you made that shot. It's so. That was from the very beginning. Everyone had miraculous aim. I could. I, all except I was thinking about when. Yeah, when the soldiers. Yeah. All I could think about was when does this deputy go crazy and shoot, shoot our hero instead of saving his life. But Which did almost happen. And then for some reason the deputy was able to what pull himself back together just long enough. I got a bad point. I want to bring that one up. But, okay. 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 But here's my other. Here's my second yeah. thing. I did not like about the movie was, okay, we have a different sort of zombie, we can get into the whole zombie versus crazy construct here, because the point is, that I'm trying to make, is that these were not really zombies, they're not undead, they were not killed and resurrected, these people are sick, and the, and the interesting part of it is, they have, remem they have memory of their pre-sick self, so they understand where, I think they even understand where they're at, they know what their motivations were before. Mm -hmm. And I think that you really, they really missed the boat on exploiting that a little bit. And the, the thing that I'm thinking about the most is there's a family, the family of the drunk, and yeah. they meet up with them later, and they do remember that the cop killed his father or whatever, mm -hmm. and they kind of like say, oh, here he is, here's the one that killed him. And they, they don't really, I think that it's a really interesting thing that you could exploit to say you have a bunch of sick psychotic people who have remembrance of the time when they weren't psychotic, and they really missed the boat on exploiting that as a plot device, in my opinion. Well, wait, go back to the couple, though, because I thought, well, it depends how you look at this, because that, that particular couple didn't just kill 
the sheriff, as soon as they found him, they were going to make him watch while they killed his wife. Okay. His pregnant wife. Okay, so what you're saying is they do a little bit of, they're doing a little bit of that. But then you have to say, and I think I have an answer to this, but you still have to say, why is it that some of the infected are kind of devious and can actually, I mean, talk about delayed gratification. Instead of killing the, the sheriff right away, they string it out by torturing him in a way. So I'm gonna, yeah. Whereas early on, the other folks just kill. And I, I don't know. One possibility could be the closer you were to this source, the more crazy you were, and you just killed. Now you're, now you're explaining the way. That's okay. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you on that. Like. Oh, Why did the first zombie just all of a sudden torch his whole house? Yeah. What these later zombies, not zombies, crazy, are going to try to make a situation where they sort of enjoy the yeah. the sickness of killing the... Anyway, what you're explaining, I'm sort of like weakening my point a little bit, because you're explaining that the crazies actually, they did exploit that, that, that scenario where the zombies remember where they're coming from a little bit. I would have liked to have seen a more intelligent crazy, though, eventually, like... Let's see, like, the, I don't know. Well, I would Let's see one of the soldiers become one. Oh, and, see, that would have been And then, yeah. you know, something like that. Like, let's see a little bit more interesting. I just thought that the zombies slash crazy, very weak. And that's contrasted, not very weak, but weak. But what's contrasted that is the fact that what's one of my really positive points is that these poor folks are not only fighting the crazies, they are fighting the soldiers. And in most cases which I think is intentional, the soldiers are actually more menacing than the crazies are. Except, of course, if someone rams a truck into a fence and then all the soldiers run away screaming, oh, yeah, my God, oh, my God. Come on. They show up with those <laughs> gas masks. They look so crazy and evil. Yeah. And they won't explain what's happening. And the guy's like, just tell me what's happening. Just tell me what's happening. They're just kind of like, move along, move along. Straight out of World War II, Nazi Germany, you know. Yeah. They hit us over the head with that metaphor, but it, it was effective and... The fact that they're all wearing the gas mask and they're all in their hazmat suits just makes them even more crazy. Which I think, similar to what the original movie was like, the way that they looked, but and it was a reference, I think, to Vietnam and to I the can idea. See that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but if we come back to, of course, you can come back to it. <laughs> no, I don't want to come back to is. Do you remember now? And I only remember because I just reread the plot to make sure I remembered this correctly. When they found the um, the airplane that was that yeah. had crashed, the military the, so, the source of the problem. Yeah, with the dead uh, military pilot hanging yeah. right. Okay. The there creepy were, hunters actually found it to begin with. And those creepy hunters then show up later. Yes. And I. Is this what your question is? Like, yeah, because I'm trying to think. The creepy this hunters. Inter- this were, interesting. Go ahead. How I, you would think that they would have gone crazy first? No. Because they didn't drink the water? Oh, I don't know why they didn't go crazy first, but they didn't. when the hunters appear later and they're basically killing people, they are not crazy. They are just crazy hunters. I don't believe they're in later, But later, later, there's another scene Oh, well, later, the later, later, I think they're, yeah. they're zombified. Okay. But when we first come across them and they don't have a booted truck and they're throwing zombies in their back, Yeah. The, I believe that either they're at the first stages of their of their craziness and they have, they're basically have their capacities about them, but they're just in seventh heaven right now because they're basically hunting, free, free hunting, hunting, hunting yeah. human beings yeah. there. So that's what I think. And of course, you know what that uh, reference to. No, what? Night of the Living Dead. Oh, why? Towards the end, remember the very closing oh, scene? Right, right, okay. 
And then the beginning of Dawn of the Dead, too. It's got oh, the guys on the motorcycle. You're exactly right. Yeah. So, the people who are exploiting the situation for their own fun. Right. And I think this is the only one where the people who are exploiting the situation actually themselves become infected. And especially the end of the first night of the living dead. Are we dead. sure they become infected? Are they the ones that show up at the semi-truck then? Yeah. Okay. All right. And at least they, they have the bloody nose. They have the, the symptoms. But, you know. And then, um, are we, well, we ready to talk about the end yet? Uh, or do you want to? I want to. We're good. I want to throw out one of my other. Well, this is kind of the end. Okay. The thing that is sort of nitpicky to me about it is that we sh- throughout the movie we see these inter- interspersed within the plot. There's this these quick overview shots like a satellite view. Right. And it's as if someone is watching what's happening in this little town. And it even shows up to the end because, well, we'll give away, I'm going to give away the ending. Go ahead. Spoiler alert, yeah. <laughs> don't watch it. If, don't listen if you really <laughs> want to watch this. Okay, yeah. Well, I mean, how surprising could you be? I mean, that his wife, he and his wife most likely are infected. And I'm going to argue yeah. he's infected. Oh, I believe they're infected, The blood too. transfer. Yes, I right. believe they're infected, too. So... They're they just haven't, they're not showing signs of it yet. Right, and we've learned that the further you, away you are from the source, the longer it takes you to show yeah. symptoms. So they're walking to the next town, and then... They're walking to Cedar Rapids, which is somewhat of a bigger, like, yeah. they're in a podunk nothing town, but now they're actually walking to a, a metropolis, not a metropolis, a, a town that we yeah. would recognize as a real town. And you, at this point, I think the viewer knows these two are infected. They may not know it. We know they're infected. So then all of a sudden it zooms out to like a Google Maps view. Yeah. And you see two people walking like on the map. And you're like, who the fuck is looking at this? Who is this person? <laughs> all of a sudden, and then, it, and then it says, oh, is this post the, the big finale or after? I think it's after that. No, this is the, yeah, this is the, the big, final final. The bomb, okay, go ahead. Say what happens to the podunk town, which I don't even remember the town. Oh, you mean about the, the nuclear... There's a nuclear blast, right? Yeah. They basically take out Podunkville, wherever this policeman was from, and the last scene is them walking away from, walking down the street with a nuclear, you know, mushroom cloud in the background. They're walking towards Cedar Rapids, right? Yeah. Then it flips to this omniscient Google Maps view, and it says, uh, what does it say? Go ahead. It says, initiating... Um, initiating sequ- containment sequence again. Yeah, right. Basically implying that they're, they're going to do the same it. thing to Cedar Rapids because we got two infected going in to this new town. And I'm like, have you ever heard of a missile? You got these guys on your lock, blow those little efforts up, and, and save uh, Cedar Rapids. Well, like, what the hell? This yeah, is military. Now there, here's you have to think too. It's now. Nowadays, yeah. They can shoot Osama bin Laden, and they can't shoot these two guys who are walking through a cornfield? Come maybe on. Maybe it's just another uh, opportunity to experiment and see you what know, happens. if you really are a cynical and you hate the military that much, you might think that. <laughs> yeah, well, but I wouldn't put it past them, because... Well, the story itself really is really cynical and hates the military. I mean, there's no redeeming military, except um, the one soldier who stops and says, oh, I didn't sign up for this, I didn't sign up to kill innocent people like this. Oh. Otherwise, there's no... Oh, I forgot about that. I really like that scene where they capture one of the soldiers and basically make him speak, make yeah. him talk, yeah. and they let him go. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was excellent. That was like... Why was that excellent? Because, here's why. Because this poor soldier who's like the grunt soldier has no idea what's happening. He's not evil himself. He's just a pawn of this evil 
sort of ex sort of like situation of. Uh, and he did look young, and when they pulled off that yeah, gas he, mask, suddenly he looked like a, a frightened kid. Yeah, and he he had nothing to do with the idea of a bioweapon. He was just called in, like National Guard called in, and you got to deal with the problem. He doesn't know anything about it. Oh, that's so, right. That was the one where um, he. You, is this a guy that found them in the barn? Yeah, he found them, and, and they, they captured them. And he and, doesn't say a word. Yeah, he says, if you don't say anything, I won't tell anyone. And, yeah. they, and they let him go, and he doesn't yeah. tell anyone. Right. I right. thought that was a group. That was a scene that we've never seen before. It was believable, too. Right. Because the guy said, I'm, you know, listen, I'm the sheriff of this town. This is the deputy trying to help my wife and this girl. Right, right. And it's he okay. believed that they weren't infected at that point when he took his mask off. He oh, might have right. thought that he infected himself, actually, when he took his thing off, like when he took his gas mask off. The soldier might have thought that, oh, I just infected myself. But he knew that he was talking to rational people at that point, which, right. I, which is a scene we've never seen. I've never seen that in a zombie movie before. Oh, the, the interaction between two, and uh, actually I think it's important that it was the sheriff, too. It right, wasn't right. just some farmer saying, hey, hey, let us go. I think the more the bigger point is that the evilness is not, it's not about the grunt, the grunt soldier on the ground. It's about the higher-up military who has in, invented this horrible psychotic thing. Of course, now the real thing to talk about is the good kills. Okay. Okay. I mean... You thought there were good kills in this? Oh, yeah. Give, give me an example okay. one. That's Spoil another here's, problem. Here's another spoiler alert. Okay, spoiler alert. <laughs> You've probably seen the, the preview that shows, you know, something in the water, you know, beyond the, the big heavy brushes in the, in the car wash Okay. Well, okay. So the, the car wash scene, and basically Wait. our heroes are in their truck, yes. and they are they have a, a military helicopter over them. And they're trying to hide from us, so they go into the car wash, right. which is not on at the moment. And then. There's this like, oh wait, did you see something in the shadows? And then something turns of on the car wash. Of course, it's crazy in the car wash. wash. What do you think? And of course, it's that old-fashioned car wash that does the hook underneath your yeah, car yeah, yeah. and pulls your car through. And I got to be honest, with you, I didn't think that was very scary. And I, had I seen, agree with you. I, I agree with you. You know, when I had seen the preview, I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. So there's something, uh, whatever it is that's out there is going to be beat to death by those big brushes anyway. So you're safe. Yeah. But then, when I thought this movie did a good job of when. Anytime you thought someone might be in a safe situation, they take it away from him almost immediately. Right. So, yeah, the, the, there's so many of them that they finally pounding through the glass, and then the glass starts to give way, and then for me that the moment that was the oh sh oh shit moment <laughs> when the, the glass at the back of the cab, the whole window was yanked out by one of the crazies. Okay. So now it's not like a side window that you can, you know, push away the hands. It's the whole back panel window is yanked out by the crazies. But even then, I didn't expect what was going to happen next. Remember there was a teenage... I don't even remember what happened. They worked so hard to save this teenage girl, Becca. Yes. She was the one who early on, uh, she was going out to see her boyfriend at the baseball game and all. Oh, okay. Yes. She had been strapped into the gurney and they saved her from the pitchfork yeah, yeah, yeah. guy. Okay, now she's in this in the cab, and they're actually almost out, I think really out of the car wash, and suddenly Crazy uses a giant, like, rubber hose that's hanging from the ceiling. Oh, yeah, of the that was pretty good. Whips it oh, around I forgot about that. I like that. And 
the car is going forward, they're trying to... Right, right, right. And they gun the gas to get the car away, not realizing that she's got, she's got this... This crazy has uh, the tube around her head, yanks her out the back and hangs her. Boom, she just has, like that. She's okay. She's gone. I'm with you on that. That was a good death. Did she die on that? Oh, like her neck was broken, oh, okay, man. Oh, I can't remember. Okay, because great. I forgot all about the hanging. That was perfect. Oh, and, and now you just said that he's 71. Okay. Oh, wait, wait. Okay, let me finish up. Okay. Because okay. then they, all like the, the now they're, we're down to three, three healthy people going, oh my God, oh my God. They get out, they stop the car, they get out, they go to look at her hanging body, try and undo her and realize she's dead. And at that moment is when the military decides to blow up their truck. <laughs> And that was They're totally fucked. That's exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. And that's also the moment where you go, oh, this is good. <laughs> you know, that I re- now that you bring that up, I'm so happy you brought that up. Okay. All I can remember about the whole... All I can remember about the whole uh, car wash sequence was the fact that their car gets blasted at the end. I'd forgotten about what happened to her, and I'm so glad you told me because that is a good kill. It's a good point. A regular zombie would have not had the sense to hook her up with that hose, and the fact that we get this hanging thing right there. And then they personally took the good scene. Okay. Now, do the same thing for me, which is the other sentence that I did not like as much, was that the semi truck sequence at the end, because I didn't think that was very creative at all. I thought that was like, okay, get past it, I don't like any of this. Oh, I it was just you. The, it was just the fact that we got to see the hunters again, and there was one like really tall, crazy, it was kind of like a badass, but nothing really interesting happened. No, no, and like, the only thing I could think of was that the claustrophobic sense of the bay that was under the captain truck. Yeah, they tried to do something with that under and, the under the carriage bay shit. I think, is it, I can't remember, I think it's the sheriff that sets fire to the guy, the crazy that who's coming at him, and at first I'm thinking, oh, the sheriff's trapped, he's going to die, and he turns the tables and sets fire on the crazy, yeah. who now is caught in this very narrow, sort of sunken area, flapping back and forth, but, I mean, I'm, I'm yeah, okay, I'm stretching, so I'm stretching, I don't got, think it's that good. What's your other good kill? You got another one? Um, uh, they don't have one. Oh, oh, no, no, the knife through the hand. Oh, the knife through his hand? One. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where the the woman who's the one doesn't he stab her with the knife in his in hand? hand. He's he got a knife through his hand and he kills her one by her throat. He, he slaps it against. It. So yeah. he's got a knife halfway through his hand. Now, no, the, how did he get to this point? Because she, this is the wife of the guy that the sheriff had shot in the very opening scene. Now she's crazy. Right. She surprises him up in the bedroom, the nursery of his house. And she pins him to the floor with this butcher knife through his hand. And now that's how he's going to be have to be forced to watch them kill his wife. What does he do? Now, this is a superhuman sheriff. Yeah, I don't know how you do this, but go because ahead. Because he, I, this is, I sort of disagree with this anyway, but it's just a movie, right? He is able to pull the knife. His hand pulls his hand up off the floor, which makes the knife slide through the hand a bit. Yeah, it, it like further cuts into his hand. Yeah, yeah. He's, imper- he's impervious to this intense pain that he's yeah. going through. And then when it hits the hilt of the knife, he's able to pull the whole thing out of the floor. Oh, and God. then he simply has, now his hand has a, a blade sticking out through the palm, and he slaps his palm against the side of the neck of the woman who's threatening to kill his wife. Yeah. And this is when he gets infected, of course, because it's bloodborne now. Oh, you know, I wasn't even thinking about that. Oh, and you know, the camera really focused on that hand. It wasn't just for the gross-out effect. Although, I, I think that was still a pretty good kill. I figured they were going to get infected. 
I think one way or the other. They were, they were just like late bloomers or something. They yeah. were going to get it. Yeah. Um, Which, you, you know, at one point you think, uh, okay, how heroic is this sheriff that he's got it in his mind, no, he's infected, and yet he's going. Yeah. But maybe that's because he's already crazy. But there's a scene that actually talks right to that because yes. we're good. Um, I will have another one, but not um, There's a scene in the diner where she's basically saying, as a doctor, she's going like, you know, the the incubation rate is forty dollars, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's ready to give up, actually. And you can tell he's like, if you want to give up, I will stay with you right now and we will give up and die together. Or do you want to keep going? And that's what I said. It's not a very hopeful movie at the end because she's basically fucked, but there's something hopeful in the way that the sheriff acts throughout the show because yeah. he's, he knows he's fucked probably, but he just, just I'm just going to keep going. I'm going to keep going and beat this no matter what. I'm not going to give up. So... Do you, know, yeah. do you know the scene I'm talking about? I do, I do. And I, I had thought, when they were talking about the 48 hours thing, they were initially trying to say, rationalize that the deputy wasn't sick. But he still came, and that's, then, he's, then they're walking out on the road, and slowly the deputy does, he, he goes nuts, but in a different way than all the other crazies did. And then the deputy stops and does that, like, yeah. I'm not myself, am you I? Know, I think that the 48-hour is not clear because I keep what I understood was that if you are not sick within 48 hours, you have you're, you don't have it. Now I talked to this guy at work and he watched the movie too, and what he thought was in 48 hours you're sick or you're dead because you eventually get sick. If you get if you get the sickness, you're going to die eventually, and yeah. you only live for 48 hours. So either I didn't understand it or what because I thought it was trying to say that. Hey, these, these, this man and this woman have been in this situation for 48 hours, and they don't, they don't have it, so they're going to be okay. But I think I was wrong because the end proves that the military didn't well, have it. Well, I think there's two things. One, that this wasn't like a measured scientific experiment. It was this dose that was accidentally dumped into the water, and so whoever said 48 hours was probably some scientists who had no clue yeah, what they don't really happened. they don't know what's really happening. No, they don't. They're doing experiments anyway, so they don't know they what have it, no they, clue. they have right. no idea what's really happening. And then second, that Timothy, the, the sheriff's character, I really think the blood issue is a big deal. I mean, that the blood he got yeah, I totally, I totally right from the neck onto his hand. Why do you think this is a big deal? Well, I think it was trying to say there's more than one way for it to be transmitted. Yeah. And if it's through the water, then it could be through the blood. I mean, it wasn't airborne. That they were definitely. But don't they say at one point that means it's become airborne? Well, I thought that was like to make people think you have to wear the mask, but you don't really have to. I don't think it was airborne. I think that was just the military taking over. I think so too. I think so too. I think it was the water system, and it was very, very clear who got sick first, second, third, fourth. Let me ask you this question. This is sort of off, off the movie, but I don't know much about bioweapons. But let's say you were going to make a bioweapon. I, like I don't know. Thank God you don't. If you were going to make a bioweapon, like such as this, which probably they thought of, yeah. like you make a weapon that you sprinkle it on a population, they become psychotic and they try to kill each other. What would be the purpose of ever releasing that? Because it would seem to me that 
they say, oh, it's for destabilizing a population. Okay, well, if you really did that to some city, you're basically sprinkling, like, this dust on them that's going to make them go crazy. Yeah. And then you're going to say, okay, we're going to send our soldiers in there into this insanity. Like, who would ever think that was a good idea? And and you couldn't probably nuke the place in the end anyway, so why didn't you nuke it in the first? If you had a chance to give them some bad medicine, just give them the dead medicine, you know? Like, give them a thing that kills them. Why do you got to... Why make it so weird like this? But, yeah, yeah. I mean, that wouldn't make a movie, but I'm no, just saying. No, it's being too logical, too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying yeah, to think, no. why would you ever want to sprinkle insanity dust on a city? I don't know. Which makes me think of another question. Why did the crazies never attack each other? Good question. I mean, you've got... Um, they would have been just like gobbling each other up, wouldn't they? Well, in 28 Days Later, which is a good one to compare this to, they yeah. did sort of go after each other. And then here, like the three truckers, in the end, never went after yeah, each other. why? That's a good question. And, and now, they really have no motivation. Like, they don't need brains. They're not hungry. They're just basically nuts. <laughs> They're not hungry. They're just nuts. <laughs> exactly. And it seems that their motivation tends to be what, like you said, their previous, whatever bugged them in their previous life. So that one guy who burned his house down apparently did not like his wife and kids. I would say. And maybe the guy in the opening scene hated baseball. <laughs> Goddamn, I'm going to show him. That is crazy. <laughs> but overall... I think we're being a little bit picky, because I really... I got to share like this. I don't, oh, when you said overall, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, me too. I'm thinking I enjoyed it overall. I wish it had a higher box office. But I would like to see more movies like this. I watched this yeah. one with a really low expectation, and I thought it was really well made. And I don't. And it's a shame that you're going to get more superhero movies or whatever makes money today, which I really don't know, as compared to like thoughtful horror movies that have they actually give some thought into trying to like make a plausible realistic scenario right. and sort of play it out to the tilt like that's interesting to me I, I I wish this movie would have done better in my I, and you know I didn't see this in the big screen and now I wish I had because it would have been even scarier I mean there's plenty of stuff that jumps out at you there's plenty of me I thought the score was good and suspenseful um, mostly I mean Towards the end, it kind of petered out. It lost some energy for me, but overall, I liked it. And I, I was that was even on a small screen that I liked it. Yeah. So on a computer screen, even. Yeah. I watched it on my computer too. What now? Do you still give grades or? Yeah, you want? Yeah, let's give it a grade. You got a grade? I gotta say, I'd give it a B, which I think is high. Maybe a B minus. Really? Yeah. I was gonna give it a A minus. And that because I like movies like this and I'm gonna give it a pat I mean it's it's not like an Oscar winner, but it's like a movie that I really like to go see. Like these are the movies that I really like when you have I have a very low expectation and you go see it and you're really surprised that it's good. And these are the movies that I like. Low expectation. <laughs> They're the best movies you can see. The ones that you expect nothing and they actually come through for you a little bit. I did, I was mentally comparing it with some other zombie movies and some other crazies movies, and there were ways that, the, there were some slow points, and there were ways that the plot sort of made me stop and go, wait a minute, he can't make that shot. Yeah, that's and true. so, like I, like, I know it's not zombies, but Zombieland, where Zombieland starts with a recitation of the rules and the laws about how to survive, yeah. and then it obeys them all the way to the end. 
including a certain person. I didn't see getting that. Getting what? Oh, so don't so give it away. I won't spoil it. Okay. It's but on any, my Netflix queue, though. Okay. Then, and even 28 Days Later, it had certain rules. I think 28 Days Later is a better movie than this movie. To be honest. Well, the cinematography I thought was better in 28 Days Later. Just more menacing and just a lot more intense. Yeah. It brought a little bit more originality to it, maybe, but oh. I don't think Romero would say that. But. Man, I just that, if you if all you could do is stitch together the best scenes of this movie, though, I'd give it A plus. If you could just do the, the pitchfork scene, <laughs> the the car wash hanging. Well, it scene. can't all be perfect. <laughs> well, that's what an A is. <laughs> All right. Okay, so. I think, uh, yeah, I, I mean, go see it if you like this kind of movie. I mean, I would say definitely. I'm looking at someone it. right now across the table that I'm not sure likes this movie, but <laughs> likes this kind of film, but I think she might like it. Well, nobody gets eaten, if that helps. <laughs> it's not that gory, Lori. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like dead snow. Yeah, it's dead snow. Yeah. All right, so I think what we're going to do... We're going to keep this going, and uh, we'll see what happens. I think this is a good one. I think Did you so have good. any? Do you have any other final thoughts? No, no. I, your point? Yeah, I got them. I, my thought was just, I wish I had seen it on the big screen. So this makes me, me say, too. if you have a chance to see it on the big screen, do it. You got to be in a darkened theater where everyone's going <laughs> to jump at the same time, and you can't like get up and walk away if it gets too intense. Are there any zombie movies on the horizon that you know of that I can look forward to? I don't know do any. Although, Splice this is going in a slightly different oh, yeah. direction. Oh, yeah, what happened to Splice? I, it that was a very highly rated horror movie. we got to find hear. it. we got to find it. Re- what happened to it? I don't know. I don't know, but... We should get that one. We should get it. So, back All to VR. Right. Like All right, take care, everybody. We'll see you next time. Okay, bye. Bye.